back and better than ever here on a Tuesday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, I'm your co-host, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi. Always join the most handsome dad in the room, Alex Strayton, and it. the infamous Mr. Wonderful Jeff Noyes. Guys, what's going on today? You got a haircut. And uh, Jeff, you look like you got your uh, you got a taper going on on the sides there. Oh, I'm just looking beautiful as nice. always. I like your shirt. Thank you. All cats are beautiful, it says on it. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. Yeah. There we go. With a picture <laughs> we'll of a cat <laughs> butthole right on the front. There's no acronym to that at all. Unfortunately, we have the the job of, you know, reporting the news about professional wrestling, you know, what we like about it, what we don't like about it. But at the same time, there's unfortunate circumstances where we got to talk about some sad things. And a sad event happened uh, the other day where we found out that ECW original hardcore legend New Jack passed away at the young age of 59. Yeah. And uh, he passed away of a heart attack. And uh, it, it sucks. It, I mean, anytime a, a wrestler passes away where you have a connection with them, yeah. uh, whether it be watching one of their matches or watching a special on them and you didn't know anything about them, it really hurts. So... I mean, I watched New Jack and ECW. I think Jeff can say that you had more of a one-on-one thing with him. Yeah, well, I remember growing up, like, the first introduction to ECW was a New Jack match. Wow. Like, that's what... Way to go right into the deep. Yeah. I mean, we went balls deep into it. You went balls deep, <laughs> deep, and then you backtracked, you know? You yeah. got to see how deep it is before you come out. Pretty of much. Like, you know, never forget, I tell, I tell the story all the time. Like, my dad is like, dude, Jeff, you got to come see this. It's like 4 o'clock in the morning on the Spanish channel. Oh, and, like... Um, on the Spanish channel broadcast in English? On the Spanish channel in English. In English. Okay, got it. <laughs> the only show in English. Wow, you know? they were pushing to get on television anywhere <laughs> yeah, they right? can. So, so, like, this is I before see, MSG? Yeah, before MSG. So, I see New Jack, I see Mustafa. They're just standing there just screaming all this kind of shit. Just, like, doing one of their promos that were just so good. So good. Um, and better than that smoking mountain wrestling one they did. Yeah. And then, like, you just see these guys work, and you're like, oh, my God. What did I just witness? This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. You know, I'm, like, 14, 13 years old. Like, this is the best shit I've ever seen. You just watched uh, almost uh, legal murder. Yeah. (laughs) And he risked his life. All the time. I was was at the show in Asbury Park at Convention Hall. And it was a um, ECW on TNN episode mm. where New Jack jumped out of the balcony onto Jack Victory, who he like taped to the table. <laughs> is that is that the one they show on promos a lot, like promotional yeah. stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where um, New Jack had it. Every time I've seen it, he always, always has like camo. the same like yeah, but he has like the same like 
jump. It's like a flying squirrel. Pro, yes. yes. pro yes. wrestling tees just put out a shirt that like all the proceeds go to New Jack's family. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Uh, it says like bombs away, and it's a picture of him doing his like typical jump out of the balcony. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm buying that. Oh. You have tonight. To buy I'm buying. You should buy. Damn. It. Yeah. No, I'm just. But, but, but like, I've I've yeah. also known him. Sorry to cut you off. No, it's like, fine. I knew him from like uh, doing indie shows. He was on like a bunch of shows with us. You know, I had all positive experiences. I like New Jack. Really, like, he's a good guy to be around. It's funny as hell. And uh, one of the first seminars I ever did, like a wrestling seminar. Um, New Jack was the, you know, guest that was there. And people don't realize the dude can actually work. Like, yeah. he actually knows how to wrestle. I think that's besides a misconception. People. Like, yeah. You know, he's in there doing snapmares and hip tosses and tying up and, you know, chain wrestling. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Right. You know, like, I'll, I'll never forget. Like, More I'm in there. respect for him after that. Yeah. You're like, damn, dude. Yeah. All right. Like, I was greener than goose shit at the time. And I'm like, I'm in there, like, in the ring with this dude, and he does something stupid, and then I'm like, ah, we fucked the spot up. And then he goes, I don't give a fuck. You're in the middle of a goddamn match. You better get in there and fix your shit. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, like, we go in there, and, like, you know, then we do it again, and then we fucking killed it. And then he, like, comes up and, like, gives me a hug, and I was like, no knife there. All right, we're yeah. good. Right, right, right. We're good, man. Well, it's funny because, like, you know, I'm not numb. Anyone that doesn't know much about New Jack, you know, we said before when we actually introduced that we were going to interview him, and you know, that's I think that's what kind of hit home. We were like, damn, yeah, we had a month from the day on June 29th, and you know, he's the realest dude you're ever going to meet. Yeah, he was the realest dude you're ever going to talk. Obviously, we were looking really forward to that, but I mean, yeah, there's nothing that we can. I definitely was. I was. I was like. Scared out of my life. Oh, you were yeah. a little skeptical. But, you were a little skeptical. I was we like, you know what? This it. could be fun because he's just very real. Well, so. it, that, that's the misconception. He would give you. That... I just want honesty. You know, when we do yeah. the interviews, we're in the age now where everybody just wants the honesty. I don't want to get. Don't work me. This isn't the place. Keep, yeah. Well, I mean, keep kayfabe alive. You know what I mean. That, that goes. Kayfabe, that, kayfabe that, died in the eighties. <laughs> kayfabe died. So real to me, damn it. Okay, Jim Cornette. Kayfabe right. died when freaking uh, Hacksaw and and Cheeky Baby got arrested on the Jersey Turnpike for having cocaine in the car. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wow. That like... no, wasn't a two by four. No. no but no. um, no. I mean, the misconception with with New Jack, if people watch the Dark Side of the Ring, that he's just an asshole who hurts people on purpose. Yeah, things yeah. happen. Things I think, happen. You know what I mean. I think the mass transit incident. Things happened. The mass transit incident. The guy. The the kid the person lied. Yeah, the, the kid general. lied. The kid was an asshole, uh-huh. and he was an asshole to the wrong person. All right. Right. So and he told New Jack to blade him. So New Jack bladed mm-hmm. him. Granted to the skull, but he bladed him. <laughs> right. All right. Don't tell me to do something. Don't yeah. threaten me. But with his a good dad time. is also like yelling all kinds of racist shit to New Jack from the fucking crowd. So you know what? Shit happens. I'm sorry. It is what it right. is. And it happened to be your son. I mean, listen. You Look, know. I understand it's your son. You got to like, you know, yeah. but there's no reason for you to yell Drop all kinds of racist bombs. shit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all this kind of I mean, stuff. not that he wasn't used to it. You just, again, you've seen in the he documentary. He Smoky Mountain and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that, you know, you want to talk about the deep south <laughs> and you're going to put New Jack and Mustafa in the ring. Doing their stuff, saying like you know, OJ, thank, you know, thank thanks you. for the good work. Yeah, we got two less crackers to worry about, <laughs> which is one of my favorite promos of all time. Yeah. Um, so like you, you hear all that kind of stuff, and you know, shit's gonna happen. But um, 
You know, then there was uh, the incident with Vic Grimes where he freaking oh, tried to... Oh, dude. Well, the yeah, scaffold, the scaffold. Yeah, the But scaffold that was match. because Vic, a couple years prior in ECW, Vic Grimes and New Jack had a scaffold match. No, they just had a match. They had a match, And they were, they were like, you know, up where New Jack was going to toss him off the scaffold. He's like, oh, I don't think I could do it, man. He's like, well, fuck you, we're going. And he grabs him and pulls him off. But Vic literally lands on New Jack's face caused brain damage or broke his orbital bone so he he actually had like little to no vision lost the vision his left eye yeah like he had all kinds of problems for a long time after that match so xpw these idiots decided to book these two guys together so new jack tased the shit out of him and tried to kill him what do you expect right and gypsy joe had it coming too he's a racist prick also so it's like all the incidents with new jack it's like you know people were stupid you fuck with the wrong guy. As you, as you don't you poke the bear. Explain the story. It seems um, warranted now. Yeah. Like you know what? You brought it on yourself. He just kind of defended himself. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Don't poke the bear. Yeah. That's it. And then at the end of the day, you see all that stuff happening. And then when you actually watch, he did TNA for a minute, and he's doing yeah, comedy that skits that were great with Shark Boy. So. A lot, and nobody pays attention to like that kind of stuff. Oh, I mean, when you New think Jack of him, you think totally, of the, the violence and shit. Yeah, you think of the violence yeah. immediately. But you know what? You want some comedy shit? He's good. Yeah. Just because he didn't go to WWE doesn't mean he didn't get over at no, all. No, no. He had he a great was over career everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He had huge so, pops during all the ECW I'll, events. I'll, his that one promo he did, man. They did that uh, um, Extreme Homecoming or whatever the fuck it was with TNA. Uh, hardcore justice that's what they called it it was an ecw reunion and like uh new jack's in the back but i think uh socal val she's doing a promo and he walks up to her and he just goes like uh you know what they say once they go black you get bad credit <laughs> i was like oh my god <laughs> like, his promos were out of control bro like absolutely out of control he's an og man he's a that's it the original first the new that's jack right. i did you see Heyman's tribute on Talking Smack? It was great. I thought it was, it was very it was good. good. It was he very, was very good. He kind of lost it a little bit, but uh, it was good. Heyman was cool with New Jack. You know, I mean, they were always tight. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen, New long- Jack had some shit to say about him, but, you know, he was also not paying people. So Well, I was going to say, yeah, as long as you get paid, everything's okay. But when, the minute yeah. you don't, then it's a little different. You yeah. start messing with people's money, it's a, it's everything goes out the window, however uh, cool we God. were. Yeah. That that the little tribute by Heyman was definitely one of the best things that's been on WWE programming in the past couple. That was know, very raw, very very real. Legit. I'm just yeah. I'm just happy that they were able to do something for him. In that I was shocked they mentioned Heyman did it. Yeah, it had to come. Well, I feel like Heyman. talking talking smack is kind of like an off script show. Yeah, like it, Heyman can just it, do whatever he it's wants. Always, like, it always has been. Yeah, yeah. it's on every set. It's on tape. Probably on Friday. I never. I don't watch Airs much of on it. Saturday. Yeah. I don't watch much of it. I mean, the only thing I saw was the Miz and Daniel Bryan promo because that, oh, that was replayed a thousand times. Yeah. And yeah. then the thing yeah. with uh, New Jack. They had another one with uh, Tamina recently too, where she like, tried to. <laughs> you know what's really funny? Is two of your favorite wrestlers are now tag team champions, Tamina and Dominic Mysterio. We called the Dominic Mysterio one like last week though. We're gonna get into that after. Yeah, this I mean, yeah. Today, today's I'm, a huge I'm episode. Fucking heated. We have so. a lot going on in this episode. We're going to be interviewing um, cruiserweight Anthony Bennett in four minutes. And we are going to be talking about WrestleMania backlash that just ended a couple days ago. And just 
what came out of it, which isn't much. And just typical banter. But before we call Anthony Bennett, uh, breaking news. I don't know if you saw this, but the Miz tore his ACL. Oh, that is confirmed Yeah, now? that's confirmed. Yeah, confirmed. Yeah, he tore his ACL. So Which one of the zombies teared it? partial? Huh? Is it a complete or partial? That's what was up in I the air. I think they're still trying to figure I think that it's, out. I, I think it's, I read partially torn on Facebook. I hope it's only partial. Yeah. Dude wrestled 15 years and he never got hurt. Damian Priest and he gets back up. He never got hurt. And he got hurt at the very well, end before he hit his finisher. Mm. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah, but... I mean, we'll get into the to the zombies later, and we'll get into oh what WrestleMania backlash Timmy really Arson, was. Timmy Arson, the ECW zombie, be rolling in his grave. It uh, anybody I remember was, that? No ECW zombie. Mm-mm. No, that was when they resurrected ECW in two thousand six or five. When it was on Sci-Fi. Yeah, mm. when it was on Sci-Fi, the first match it was fucking Sandman against a zombie. And you know that I, was the first match of the whole. That was the first fucking really? match. That's how they introduced it. Wasn't like was, Van Dam versus Sabu no, or no, Sandman, Sandman versus Tommy Dreamer. Sandman comes out and canes some dude who was dressed up as a fucking zombie. Who like Timmy? Actually, I was a good friend with Timmy. He was a really good guy. He unfortunately passed away. Um, yeah, you know, he was on like all the Jersey indie shows and Pennsylvania indie shows and stuff like that. So he actually wrestled in uh, Mexico a lot. So he was actually a well, legit I mean, worker, but then he comes in as a fucking zombie. That's when you instantly knew that, that the ECW thing wasn't going to work. If, yes. if the first match, we have all the ECW yes. original guys, and the first match you do is a zombie against Sandman. But also on that night, they had Punk versus uh, Just Incredible. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, it was cool seeing Punk. Yeah. So when we give, we'll give Anthony a call yeah. now. Totally. Yep. So uh, we're going to be talking to Anthony Bennett in a couple seconds. Yo, Ant, what's up, brother? What's going on? What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. Good, good. We got you on the uh, We got you on Sunset Flip Radio. Anthony, what's going on? Thanks for coming on. This is Tom. Hey, Tom. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. Nice. Hey. Hey, Ant, this is Alex. What's going on? How you doing today? Doing good, doing good. Good, man. Good. We got a Re- full house. Yeah, man. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, can't wait to pick your brain about, you know, your wrestling career, you know, going to wrestling school with Jeff, which would be, which I love to hear. And, uh, you know, just, just just about you overall. So, I mean, I want to dive into it. What, what was it like working in the Monster Factory? Um, it was actually pretty fun. I started off with a lot of cool guys, you know, Jeff being one of the first guys there I met too. Like, it was everybody there was pretty welcoming. Everyone was like very respectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How'd you uh, How'd you get hooked up with them? I know that you wrestled down in Paulsboro, but uh, how did you get connected exactly with the Monster Factory? Um. Well, the uh, the building that the Monster Factory runs in is one of the Paulsboro alumni like workout areas yes. where they have like weights and everything and wrestling mats for people who want to roll around and stuff so but one day i was just in there working out and after some of my workouts sometimes i'll just do a couple of laps around the gym and then uh jump rope a little bit yeah but the one day i saw the wrestling ring in there and i messaged my high school coach and was like hey what's going on with this that uh he told me oh yeah that's the monster factory guys and gave me the contact info and from there, that's how I got started. That's awesome. 
Yeah, because like uh, beforehand with the Monster Factory, we were set up in like some other venue, um, like uh, probably like ten minutes of like fifteen minutes from there. But that was uh, when we were connected with New Moon Rising Wrestling, also. Um, so like everybody was together, and then they split off, and Monster Factory ended up getting that uh, spot in Paulsboro. So that's how, uh, which was way better. It was like way better because before we had to keep on setting up, breaking down, setting up, breaking down mm-hmm. the fucking ring. Oh, so having a spot in Paulsboro was nice because, you know, we just had our own facility. And like the high school um, team would always like practice in there too, but the room was he- actually pretty damn big. So they had their side, we had our side. Okay. It was nice. Mm, that's nice. So, um, and who were some of your favorite wrestlers growing up? Um, Kane and Undertaker definitely are the two that got me into wrestling. Nice, wow. nice. Like, my first, the first time I watched wrestling was the night they, I think it was the uh, night of destruction that they called it, where they interrupted every match, and then I think the following <laughs> week, mm-hmm. they broke Best Big Man's yeah. ankle with the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that's was awesome. right then and there what got me into wrestling, just watching these two guys come down to the ring, like one in a mask and one in all black, just beat up everybody and then just leaving. Like that was actually like, those two were definitely my first two, the first two people that got me into wrestling, my favorite two. Then shortly after that, Rikishi, Too Cool, and K-Quick quickly became. Okay. K-Quick, yeah, yeah K-Quick. Nice. For everybody yeah, out there, K-Quick is, <laughs> is our truth. I mean, K-Quick's, I mean, our truth. He's been around for a long time. He's 50-something yeah. years old. Yeah. Like, that's what those, uh, right after Kane and Undertaker, those were the guys that yeah. I definitely like watching. Nice. Who do you watch as, like, uh, study material? Um, I spent a lot of time, honestly, watching D. Malenko. That's mm. Like, being a collegiate wrestler, you know, I'm a technical wrestler yeah. watching a lot of his stuff and then also being small being a high flyer you know he's definitely one of my go-to guys to watch yeah definitely and, and like that's like the perfect one for you to watch especially considering he was like you know jacked for his size and everything oh, yeah. too like you guys both yeah. definitely wrestle like a pretty similar style yeah he's definitely like even now like i'm like when i watch his stuff it's like he can do all this cool stuff but it's also I don't need to do it right now. I don't yeah. need to do it in mm-hmm. match. I could do it whenever. Exactly. Dean Malenko was very good. Like, he he gets kind of swept on. Like, when we talk about cruiserweights. Dude's totally underrated. Yeah, totally Nobody underrated. Like, you know, people talk about Mysterio and Psychosis and Jericho. he wasn't a Jericho. high flyer. No, he wasn't. He was just a great technical Matt wrestler. Matt wrestler. Yeah. And he Everybody gets very associates underrated. the cruiserweights as high flyers. Yeah. But realistically, exactly. guys yeah. like him and Jericho at the time were cruiserweights. Yeah. You know, I like I like I mean, the the back and forth with Malenko and Jericho, the the <laughs> list of a thousand and one holds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> on bar. I mean, you, you can't you can't get any funnier than that. that was I a mean, great come pro- on. That was a great program. And yeah. they came back from break and he was still. Listening. He was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, Ant, you were a big time uh, high school wrestler. Did you also wrestle in college? Let's hear a little um, bit about your like uh, mat wrestling background because it's like a lost art now in professional oh, yeah. wrestling, which I think is disgusting and mind-boggling. But I want to know because you had a really good background. Uh, yeah, so like, so back in I think ninety-eight, ninety-nine, when I first saw Kane and Undertaker, that was like, I was like, oh yeah, hey dad, I wanted to do that, you know, like, yeah. just a five-year-old kid say, seeing these guys wrestle and stuff, like, and my dad was like, okay, like. 
um, well, your uncle Troy does this, and my uncle's like, he's close in age with me. I think maybe ten years older than me, okay. less than that. And he was wrestling it on a high school team, so just watching him, like I never actually went to watch him wrestle, yeah. probably because I was too young to understand it at the time. Yeah, but. My dad never missed him, uh, any of his high school matches or any of his matches in general. So my dad took me to a couple of his matches, watched a couple of his matches when I was in, I don't even think I was in kindergarten at the time. Cause oh, I think, yeah, I don't think I was in kindergarten at the time. So I guess like I was like four years old, I guess at the time. And he was like, Oh yeah. Uh, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to do this. He's like, okay, cool. We'll sign you up for it next year. If I, so been wrestling since the age of five. Wow. wow. Man. Jeez. Like, started wrestling, did uh, one year in college, and then right after that, that's when I came across the Monster Factory and just went to uh, straight into pro wrestling. Wow. Nice. Yeah. That's good, man. Having that background, it really does, like, set you, f- like, above and beyond, like, the other people that are out there. It's fundamental. Like, it always does, yeah. Like, that was what I liked about the Monster Factory, though, because we did do some training where we would do, like, shoot, like, mat wrestling. You know, and there were other like schools and all this other kind of stuff. They didn't do any of that shit, you know. So it was nice actually having the opportunity to be in there with other people that had like Matt experience, too, because I did uh, a couple other guys that were in there, too. You know, they all had Matt wrestling, but that's why it was cool working with Ant, you know, because being as big as I am and being his size. You know, but we both had the cool, like, you know, that uh, background. So that was all fun. Well, like you said before, it, it, it is a lost art form. And, like, you know, when you see Shelton or Dolph Ziggler in the ring or Chad Gable, yeah. Yeah. like, they'll do a couple wrestling moves. And then, like, Michael Cole will be like, oh, well, well he went to school that, yeah. you know, yeah, Minnesota yeah. or Kent State. Yeah, Kent State and, and, right. and, and then that's it. Like, yeah. that's all they say about it. I know. So, they, don't, they don't know what to talk about with it. Because no. Besides Kurt Angle, zero they were, clue like, confused. about Matt wrestling in WWE. And they come out and they shoot the leg. You're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, double. Yeah. Single leg takedown. He yeah. went to, you know, he wrestled in college, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all yeah, it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And honestly, so, like with that too, like that's why I like listening to Taz on commentary. Absolutely. Taz at least has that knowledge mm-hmm. of it. And I agree. Like it's not just, oh yeah, he took the arm. Taz is, oh yeah, he got a Kimura lock, or he got a mm-hmm. uh, top wrist lock, or he, uh, that's a unique version of a hammer lock, and yeah. he's actually calling moves by their actual name and not just guessing yeah i like he does that little spot where they'll do like a vignette of like you know ricky starks and then i'll show like a couple of his moves and then mm-hmm. he explains why this is a powerful oh, move he did that with your best friend cool. he did that with your uh with your boy uh christian yeah, yeah but week. he shit on him so that was no it. he did yeah he did <laughs> he did uh, I don't know how much of the back catalog you heard, Ant, but I am not a Christian guy. <laughs> oh, that sounds weird. That sounds weird, yeah. I'm, in general, I'm not a It is what it is. Um, yeah, so you get hooked up with the Monster Factory. Um, what was the... Were you on the first match with us? I don't remember if you were booked on the first night, or did you get in at the Turkey Slam was your first? Um I got in at the Turkey Slam. I was yeah. there on the first show, but didn't uh, do anything. I was still fairly new, still training. At the time, I could only train on weekends just because working yeah. night shift Monday through Friday. So, yeah. you know, couldn't make it into training. Yeah, I, I had issues, too, with that. Like, my dad had a brain tumor. Um, I was a teacher and a football coach at the time. So it was like, you go when you can, unfortunately. Yeah. I wish I was there all the time, but there's only so much you could do. 
But um, yeah, the first night was wild. That was the night that the top rope broke. And we had to wrestle a whole yeah, match. Yeah, right before the show. Yeah. Wow. We had to wrestle a whole match without being able to use the top rope. Nobody could fix it in time? I mean, they fixed it, but not well, you know? Mm. Like, oh, uh, oh, Moose Moretti. One of the beams, I think, one of the uh, beams underneath yeah. the ring broke, which yeah. caused the ropes to, like, oh. be loose. And, like, yeah. no matter what you did, you couldn't, uh, they would not get tight. So yeah. when you would go right over. You it. couldn't hold the weight on the top rope. So oh, it was like, uh, what was it? That dude Moose Moretti rolled up, and he came with like a welding gun, welds the bottom of it for us. The show starts <laughs> in ten minutes. And, um, the solder didn't even cool yet. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And then the Basically. first match, the first match is me against this dude Mike Reed, four hundred pounds. So we're really gonna test the wow. fucking ring. There you go. You know? <laughs> but we had to change everything because our fight. finish, like we had to completely change the finish because he goes off the top rope and everything. So. That was it was quite an experience, but uh, <laughs> and then um, so the the illustrious Monster Factory Turkey Slam, we get in. Uh, this was a battle royal. Okay, yeah. You know? okay. So like everybody was in for the battle royal. Um, for for all of us normies here, you for know, all the normies that haven't seen it, it was the first. Like you know, they did this big battle royal. Like everybody in the company was there, um, but in that was like Damian Priest, mm-hmm. um, Aunt Bennett. I was there. There was um, um, Tommy Macklin, who was um, uh, Stephen yeah. Cutler okay. in WWE. Oh, wow. yeah. So, like, all these. Uh, also, uh, Billy Wiles was there. Um, Blue Meanie was there. Like, all those guys were also in it, too, which is cool. Wow. But uh, the, the finish came down to me and Ant. And um, Ant goes over. Nice. <laughs> we have that kind of history at the factory where I was the big guy, he was a little guy, but he goes over. So, yeah, I like. <laughs> you but it's great. That's the it's the age old tale. Yeah. 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 So like the idea of that was like Jeff talks uh, trash to a bunch of the fans, yeah. and then he throws me over into the crowd, but mm-hmm. my feet doesn't touch the ring. Yeah. And yeah. then the okay. fans throw me back into uh, yep. on an apron. <laughs> and then like I charge at you, and then he low bridges me, and I stumble over, and then yep. bam, he goes over. Uh, it was fun as hell, man. Tail as old as time. Exactly. It was fun as hell. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Those were, uh, those were some good times. So, But on top of it, so he goes on – and wins the uh, battle royal. Mm-hmm. He also was the very first Monster Factory heavyweight champion. No, uh, second. Cruz oh, I'm sorry. Like, That's right. You were second. Yeah. And his second. Cruz Jeff was first and then got injured. Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh. Yeah. So how did uh, how did that come about? Who was the one to tell you that you were going to be the uh, champ at the time? Uh, Danny actually did when uh, I think we played the scramble match yeah. and. I think it was it was like oh yeah we're gonna uh, every everyone's thinking Mike Reed was supposed to be the champion yeah and going into it like he had me into going into the final finals for it for the uh, gauntlet match yeah. which I was okay with I was just like and then me also being like this is also my second show third show yeah. wow so I'm like damn and I'm only I'm probably six months eight months in training yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't think I'll win the belt. It's nothing like, I don't really care. I'm not one of those guys. And right as we're going over it, he's like, oh, no, you're winning. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, so what he's telling me about it, I'm like, yeah, we just have the lineup. And then he's like, oh, no, you're winning. I was like, wait. 
<laughs> Surprise. Like, well, that's different. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he kept that on the uh, like down low. Oh, who only who needed it. to know knew. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. Like a lot yeah. of the guys, like in the back, we really didn't know who the hell was going over either. So it was actually pretty cool, pretty old school approach. Oh yeah. So Danny Cage, for those who don't know, also he's the one that uh, you know he runs the Monster Factory now. It was Pretty Boy Larry Sharp, who like he was the original owner. He owned it back in the eighties. You know, he was the one that trained Bam Bam and all those guys that went through King Kong Bundy and whatnot. But Larry was there with us. Um, we had Larry and Danny, but also Pitbull Gary Wolf. He helped train us. Blue Meanie was there a lot. Um, Stevie Richards came and did some DDP yoga with us. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> we would have all kinds of stuff like that. So it was actually a great school. Um, so what was your experience at the factory? Like what kind of takeaways did you get from training down there? Um, honestly, I feel like I got in at the best time. Yeah. Meaning I had great guys to work with. Got, uh, then it was also great trainers there where we went over technique. We went over how to make everything look good. Yes. We went over footwork. We like It's so much stuff that actually goes into pro wrestling as opposed to just doing moves and yeah. just having matches. It's like yeah. okay, it, everything was – we broke down everything where it's psychology also. Yeah. So it's, And then you also got guys that were able to work with you, guys that if you messed up didn't – get mad at you just oh hey you messed up okay i don't care do it again yeah. we're gonna do it again until mm -hmm. we get it right it's guys that wanted you to do good yeah definitely like that was the thing too is like if if people were super green they were kind of working together you know yeah. like they were in programs together until they were ready to kind of like step up and step up and step up and and move forward so, and such yeah right? exactly because like it there were so many different levels of experience with the people down exactly. there. Like there, you know, Ant his first time there, you know, he never wrestled before. I went to the factory when I was already like two years in. Then there was also guys like Punishment, who he's been around for a while before that. You know, so everybody had like a different level yeah. of experience, which was a nice like mix bag. And we had all different freaking sizes when we were there, too. Well, that's good that they can recognize all different kinds of talent and yes. kind of adjust accordingly and yeah. fit you with this person. It, was, it wasn't very yeah. cookie cutter. It was more yeah. custom. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And they were pretty open about, like, who to or, like, how to develop the gimmick. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, talk about your kind of gimmick development that you had down there. So before I first, when I first started training, I didn't really have a character or a gimmick. It's just me. Yeah. He, um, I was the pride of Paul for which is actually by um, where I'm from. Yeah. I was a amateur wrestler, and at the time I was maybe 120 pounds. So yeah. you know, you got a skinny, scrawny little kid, whatever, doing amateur wrestling and attempting certain high-flying moves. Well, not, and but, now, now you're built like a brick shithouse, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Well, you try. no, ain't no Jesus trying, Christ, man. man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, then shortly after... It's like um, Bobby Lashley light over yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but shortly after, we did... um one of, When we did the uh, Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame yes. up in New York, we went there just to check it out, and my one trainer, Bill Wallace, was like, 
oh yeah, I want to wrestle, uh, do a program with uh, with Bennett. Let me just uh, help him actually establish how good he is. And right then and there, like when one of your trainers wants to uh, work a program with you, and he says, "I want you to see how good you actually are." Yeah. Like at the time, I'm just like, okay, I'm not as good as everyone else. Whatever, I'm sitting back. But hearing that, it's like, okay, well, I'll, let me. Uh, this is actually a good experience. Let me see where this goes. And we had a couple matches, and then he was like, "So I want to have a payoff match where." He's like, how? He's like, how fast can you grow your hair out? I was like, you know, give it a couple. Like, I was like, it depends <laughs> what you need. He's like, he's like, okay, well, I'm going to Disney at this time. He's like, can you grow your hair out by this time because I want to do a hair versus cybers match? And I was like, oh yeah, that should be no no uh, problem. And his gimmick is he has like the Elvis sideburns and yeah, that's his yeah. Oh, those mutton so, chops. Mutton chops. Yeah. yeah. He was like, yeah. um, He's like, yeah, my wife isn't gonna let me go. Uh, isn't letting me go down to Disney with uh with these cybers, so I gotta cut them. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I might as well do it in the storyline. So he did that, and then once we had the match, I had just like a little Jackson Five Afro, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, a lot of I see a lot of people with afros, so it's like it wasn't really anything interesting. I was like, okay, I already. Ha- uh, grew my hair out for this match. I got I got to keep it, and how can I make everything my own? So I was like, okay. At the time, uh, literally, I think after I got done thinking about this, I think House Party came on that yep. night when I was watching TV, and <laughs> I was just like, yeah, the kid and play haircut, the kid and play. Yep, I was like, that's what I'm gonna do. And the next uh, that following uh, weekend, I went to my barber shop, and I told him exactly what I wanted. He's like. He's like, Square it up. Sure? Like, right. yeah. <laughs> Man, came back looking like Gerald from Hey Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> but he definitely like uh, that right there. I was, like that was the start of it. Then nice. that's awesome. Everything else, like when I started doing the shutter shades, um, yeah. I was actually just it was like a hol- uh, around Halloween. I was shopping at a dollar store and I just saw them. It's like two for a dollar. I was just like, oh, these is cool. I could just grab That's these, it. whatever. Just have That's something. That's all it takes. To Cheapest gimmick character. we could work. That's yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and from, uh, right from there, then, uh, it just went from me wearing one pair to uh, Mark Cruz, another guy we trained with. He's like, I love Mark Cruz. Oh. He's like, he's like, just, uh, he's like, just take it to the next level. Put it on your hair too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Damn. Right from then and there, it went from me just wearing the one pair, just whatever to have something as a character to sell, and then having two pairs, uh, yeah. one on my eyes, one on my hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was the start of the new character. That's it's cool. So good. That's we, like awesome. that. That was a nice thing too. Because like, it, it was everybody worked together. It wasn't far from what he had going on. No, exactly. It just works within him. Exactly. exactly. And like there were a lot of good people down there, some good minds. So it was like. Everybody kind of pitched in with like everybody else's shit because it was just you know it was a fun. It, we were all brothers down there. They didn't mm-hmm. seem to make you go against what you normally are. They just kind of yeah. worked within who you are after they found out who you are. Exactly, if that makes sense. Exactly, you know? yeah, yeah. So you work down to the Monster Factory, and then you get hooked up with the Cruiserweight Classic with WWE. How did you get hooked up with that tournament? Uh, that started with uh, Joe Briscoe coming down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In 2013 for a Monster Factory camp. Yeah, I was there too. That was awesome. When he first did it, he looked at me. Gerald Briscoe loves Matt wrestling. Yes, he does. Yeah, he is a big Matt wrestler. Yep. Like, 
that was one of the things like me and him connected on him and Larry Sharp connected on him yeah. and Danny Kate like everybody connected on him with mm-hmm. it you see his sideburns yeah. now man <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I laugh at it every time I see him <laughs> but yeah he uh, so everyone else was like was wrestling people they didn't know just having matches on the fly coming out cutting promos yeah then my promo I think I just like since uh, I actually got my promo on Larry Sharp, it was just like, you know, we're both from Paulsboro. We're both two of the greatest wrestlers in Paulsboro that never win uh, individual state title and all this stuff. It was like, uh, I just took like newspaper articles about me and did just made it about both yeah. me and Larry Sharp. And, <laughs> it's, it's funny but, you uh, mentioned that, that you did Larry, because I remember doing mine on Danny. <laughs> and and the match that I had, I had to go against a guy who didn't speak English, so I was totally at like, I'm like, all right, well, that's great. And I like yeah. to call it in a ring, so there you go. I forget who I uh, actually had to wrestle, but yeah. I just know like, I think I was I was nowhere near being in a position to be in a match on the fly, and yeah. then the kid I had to wrestle also was green, like so yeah. he probably he was definitely less than a year in, yeah. But then, like, when we locked up, as soon as we locked up, I hear, give him a double leg. I look over to him. <laughs> uh, and he's like, put him in a waist lock. He's telling, like, and I'm just like, the entire time, I'm just like, telling the kid I'm sorry. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he's like, other guy, sit out, turn in. You uh, Give him a double leg. He's like, call it out, amateur. Uh, Gerald Briscoe's so calling the match as it's going on. And... The kid definitely, like, had a mind of it. Yeah. But he wasn't sure how to properly do everything, which I'm okay. At least, like, he actually had a mind for it, so he knew what he was doing to an extent. And everything, like, he's just like, all right, Anthony, now you give him another double leg. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I felt so bad because doing a double leg in a ring is way way more rough, way rougher than doing it on a mat. It still hurts, but I'd rather do it on a mat. Yeah, and also you got to sell it too. So I mean, I'm you doing a double leg? I'm slamming them down. So, yeah, because yeah. you can at least like you got to at least know how to bump yeah. while doing a double leg and everything. Exactly. And control of the person, and I was just like, it is, the entire time I just feel so bad. But after that, like we ain't even we actually didn't even do a match. We just like for like two minutes straight. He was just like telling us like. Uh, collegiate and amateur wrestling moves to do and then like it's like alright guys you guys are good I saw everything I needed to see you guys are amazing and he's just like talking to us then he's like um again I'm at this time I'm maybe 120 125 he's talking to everybody he's like okay so um I'm definitely coming back next year and when I come back next year I want you at at least 140 okay no problem he's like you know he's like I know you know how to wrestle. He's like, do everything. He's like, uh, you do everything. Just incorporate more of your uh, amateur wrestling into your matches. I was right. like, okay. So then at the time, I was just like, all right, whatever. I, di- I didn't really get to have a match. And then uh, I had to wrestle Will Ferrara on the show that night. Yeah, yeah. And... Will did a lot of ROH work. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Like, so we had our match, and we actually did a lot of, uh, I'm saying we did a lot of technical wrestling, but it wasn't enough for Briscoe. Yeah. 
<laughs> because shortly after he ripped me apart, he's like, "I told you to do more amateur ma- uh, wrestling in your <laughs> matches. I told you to do why you didn't listen. You didn't listen." I was like, and it, like and the entire time, I'm like, out of our six minute match, we definitely did at least four of it technical wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those things where you can't argue. You, yeah. It's one of those things you just gotta yes, take sir. it. Uh, you just gotta admit, or yeah, you know, I'm, I apologize. I was wrong. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, right. I thought we did enough. Uh, we could have did more. Well, it was just one of those things. And then, but he's like, he uh, messaged me on Twitter. It's like, when I come back next year, I want you to incorporate more wrestling again. I want you to be again. Able to <laughs> like just reiterating everything he told me the same day. Did um, so did all that like invested in a personal trainer like i went through like within the past five six years i think i went through four different personal trainers all different things basically you know but um the following year he came back i was at like 140 yeah i think i was roughly 140 and the first thing he says was oh look at you kid are you clean (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, he's like, you sure that's all clean muscle? I was like, yes, I don't take anything. He's like, all right, I believe you. <laughs> but Damn, he, he was like, went um, right for it. He saw, uh, we we did the seminar, I think that year, the following year, I think I wrestled uh, Major McClendon in the seminar. Okay. And I love Major. Major knows how to work. He knows how to wrestle uh, amateur stuff, so... He made me look like a million bucks. Everything we did in that match was like spot on phenomenal. Yeah. So, like to the point where I don't know, like Briscoe praised me a lot for the match, but Major also definitely helped out a lot with that match. Big shout and, out also to Major Papers. That's Major's company <laughs> where he sells rolling papers. <laughs> there you go. But um, he have definitely a side helped hustle. out of that match, and then um, Briscoe was like, "All right, yeah." Uh, afterwards, he was talking to me. He was like, "Um." They're going to do something with cruiserweights. I don't know when, but just know if you keep doing all this hard work and keep doing this, you're, I'm throwing you in. Nice. Then at that point, he was like, uh, "Now when I come back next year, I know you're at 140. Uh, you're at 140 right now. I want you to be at 165." Oh, so like, wow! <laughs> Within two years, I needed to gain 45 pounds. Which <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like. I was like, okay, in the back of my mind, I was like, I gained the 20 pounds, which was easy. Like, in my mind, it was easy, but... man. I could, for some reason, I couldn't get that other, that other 25. Yeah. So, I was like, when he came back the following year, I was sitting at 150, and he was like, but he thought I was actually like 175, like, I guess, with uh, my muscle mass and everything. There you go. (laughs) But, he was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, how much are you now? Like, 170? I was like... I'm actually 150. He's like, are you shitting me? <laughs> I'm like, no. Nah. I was like, he's like, so once he, once I said, once he said that, I was just like, uh-oh. But he's like, I thought you were heavier than that. You look good. He's like, now, I'm going to ask you this again. Are you clean? Are you clean? <laughs> I'm like, yes, Mr. Briscoe, I don't, I don't take anything up. Like, and at the time, like, you know, I really didn't. The only thing I took was, uh, pre-workout and protein i don't yeah take, yeah like to this day i still don't take anything else yeah other no, you than don't that. take no bullshit just just nothing where i can rip or pop it cause test. any bodily yeah. harm or anything like that down the road yeah you're smart so huh. you got a life to live yeah so. yeah basically <laughs> but um yeah so like 
the this is like the third year I think now. He uh he came in, so we're at 2015. He's like, yeah, you're definitely in. I just don't know what's going on, but stay. Um, he's like, I don't need to see you do anything at all. You know, this is all for everyone else. So like at this uh this seminar is more of a boot camp style, like the full on WWE tryout kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We're running, we're running circuits. We're doing everything like a good portion of the stuff they do at WWE at their tryouts. Yes. And you know, it's all like, it's probably 40, 50 of us at the time trying to do all this stuff. Then, um, we actually put on just like a little student show basically for Briscoe where, um, I actually wrestled, uh, Miranda Vanette at the time. Um, yeah, at the time. And I think that was her first, uh, her first match in front of someone. Like, oh, wow. her first actual match. And he was like, uh, like, Briscoe was real impressed with everything. He was like, yeah, he's like, I wouldn't even have thought you'd been doing doing this for three years, how much, uh, how you led her and everything like that, which it's, like, I don't know, maybe other people on the outside can see certain things, but he's like, like him saying I was leading, uh, leading her through the match, it was yeah. just. Like I didn't see it as me leading. I was just like, all right, whatever. What all can she do? Yeah. And how can I make it look good? Which is everything that the people before me, like Jeff and Mark Cruz and everyone else that I trained with, all did with me. What all can I? What all can they take to make me look good? So you know, mm-hmm. that's how I looked at it. And he loved that about it. Uh, loved that. And it was like, uh, he called me later on the next night. and was like, yeah. Um, Stay by your phone because your name is definitely in. I just don't know what's going on and I don't know when it's going on. And that was, I think, June, July, or August, one of one of those months. Yeah. During the summer, he came in, and I'm at work. The uh, like fast forward to February, I'm at work, and I get a call, and I don't know the number. Oh. And mm. oh. Telemarketer. Yeah, right. <laughs> Car <laughs> warranty. Car warranty. <laughs> yeah. So I answer, he's like, uh, I answer the call, and I hear, kid, get ready for an email. Oh. Like, it's Jerry. I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, Mr. Briscoe. Like, so I'm talking, he's like, get ready for an email. And then that's all he said. And he, he hung up, didn't say anything else. <laughs> wow. Kid, get ready for an email. Short and to the Jerry, point. Get ready for an email. And that was it. That's efficient. Wow. Right. Um, then shortly after that, um, I think maybe the next day I got an email, um, saying everything about the Cruiserweight Classic and all this stuff. Damn. And it was just like, don't announce anything. Don't say anything to anybody, blah, blah, blah. Don't post anything. I was like, okay. Like, and this was, yeah, I think, uh, in February I got the email and they were saying everything was going to take place in June. I was like, oh, this is awesome. So then, um. Uh, Danny calls me about it, and while like the next day, I'm still at work, whatever, same time. Yeah. Danny calls me and was like, "Oh yeah, you know I went out on a limb for you." I was like, "Why?" What? Like, so now <laughs> I don't know, like, because again, I was told not to say anything, so I don't know that Dan knows. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know I went out on a limb for you and got you this, uh, got you this spot, blah blah blah. I was like, "What happened?" And so like, I'm still trying to play. Like, <laughs> you had to work him <laughs> a little Jerry bit. Yeah. You gotta play dumb. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, he's like, Jerry did call you. I was like, yeah, he told me to expect an email. 
He's like, yeah, you know that's. Uh, he's like, yeah, you know we went out on the lift for you. He's talking to me about you uh, yesterday and, uh, and all this stuff. I told him you're ready. I was like, okay, cool, thank you. I was like, uh, I wasn't sure what was going on. I thought like, yeah, but and because in the back of my mind, like I know he was telling me stuff about the cruiserweight, uh, the cruiserweight stuff and all this stuff. He said WWE's going to do something with cruiserweights, but he didn't know what it was and he didn't know when. Yeah, yeah. So. I didn't know what to expect. Dude, when I got the email, I just thought, you know, it was going to be uh, a WWE tryout, I guess. Wasn't sure. Like, I didn't know what to actually expect. Yeah. And then, um, but yeah, then uh, he, like, come June, I get down there and it's, or I read the email and they're like, oh no, it's a 32 participant tournament with uh, people from all over the world. They like sent out the list of names of everybody on there. Wow. There were some big and, names and, in that tournament. There were some very big names in that tournament. Yeah, Kodo Bushi yeah, it was, was there. Like, it was a lot. And then like, um, it was because I think uh, Amazing Red was actually supposed to do it too. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that was literally once uh, they announced it. I think he broke his neck oh. probably the oh, week after. Damn. Oh, which. Takes however long to oh, heal and yeah, uh, yeah. repair and everything. So, but wow. there's a t- lot of people in there, and a lot of people like that. I didn't know a lot of people knew of me because at the time I'm only four years in, yeah. just coming up on four years in, and I've only ever yeah. wrestled at the Master Factory, nowhere else. Yeah, you didn't do too much wow. of the indie circuit besides just uh, yeah. Factory. Yeah, just the Monster Factory, but then like. When I get there, it's I knew of people like Drew Gulak because mm-hmm. he's right here in Philly. Yeah, yeah. And Drew's great. Like, but like other than that, like you know, it wasn't that many people that I actually knew of. Yeah. With the exception of like the few that was already on WWE and mm-hmm. were just coming back for that, like to Jerry and um, Brian Kendrick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, Tony Nice like, was uh, in that. Tony Nice is a great dude. Tony Nice was in it. Yeah, yeah he's uh, I walked a bunch of shows with him. Jack with Gallagher was in it too, right? Yeah, Gallagher. Yeah, yeah Gallagher, Gallagher was in it. Yeah. Um, uh, Zach Saber Jr. was in it. Mm-hmm. Wow, like, he me, was. Me and him actually hit wow. it off pretty good. Nice. Too. Like, like we're cool. Like for some reason, like me and him were like just uh, making jokes at each other the entire <laughs> weekend or the entire week. Oh, those are big and, names. A funny story, like me and him, like made a joke at the last night after the show, after the taping. Yeah. Like me and him made a joke, and it was just like something. It was like an inside joke, whatever, just between me and him, like yeah. throughout the week. And Daniel Bryan was like, you know, if Randy Orton was here, he slapped the shit out of both of you. <laughs> 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 I'm like, huh? I'm like, what? That's he's right. Like, Daniel Bryan called those. He's like, That's yeah, the commentary. I was like, well, what happened? He's like, because we all want to know about what y'all laughing at. I was like, no, it's just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just like something that, because uh, we were making jokes because Brian Kendrick is like, how he is on TV yeah. and how he is in person are two different people. Like, oh, Brian wow. Kendrick is definitely like, he's out there, out there. Yeah. Like, his characters are nothing compared to who he is. He's, like, <laughs> he's an amazing person to be around. He's just like, like his thought process amazes me. That's why I think he's like, doing work on 205 Live. He's producing right now. I think he's kind of in yeah, ring stuff. He's doing, he's doing that right now. Too. Over, he has a good yeah. mind for the business, man. He That's was, why they brought him back. He was always over when he was on TV. 
So. Yeah, he like his mindset was just like amazing. But yeah. like he was just like he said what like he said something and like I forget what it was, but whatever it was, me and uh, Zach Saber like just kept making jokes about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, that's <laughs> like, awesome. Daniel Bryan was just like, yeah, we want to be included in the joke. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Who did you uh, who did you wrestle in that tournament? Uh, Tony Nice. Yeah. Damn. Mm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Premier athlete, as they yeah. say. Yeah. That dude's yeah. ridiculous. That dude's a crazy he's shit. Huge. I'm he's surprised a big guy. he's not bigger like than the spot that he was in. You know? I always thought that he, that dude had it. You know? I agree. He's that like He still does. I mean it's just how he still know, does. Yeah. Cruiserweight he's champion. Got, when he, when he's he, still he, doing a cruiserweight stuff? Or? Yeah. He's on two oh five live. He's on two oh five live. Yeah, he's still on two oh five. Yeah. Nice. Like I know uh like so I also like dislocated my knee. Yeah. Literally, the week before oh. the classic. Oh. So didn't they tell you to not do anything <laughs> to it, you know, other than train? <laughs> they right. did. Like honestly, no. Actually, they did. They actually didn't say that. <laughs> oh, like, like, damn! Wow. I thought they would want to protect an investment there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Jeez. <laughs> but um, yeah, I heard like so I dislocated it and then um. I got the MRI, like, I literally got the MRI the, same, the next day, and then I uh, got the disc, disc read to me, and they're mm. like, I think I tore everything, but I think oh. my LCL I... with the oh. dislocation, which, realistically, like, he, uh, the doctor, like, was literally saying, like, you should not be walking at all. <laughs> like, oh. this, like, after they popped it back in place, this is what this man is selling me, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I am, I have the opportunity of a, uh, exactly. a lifetime next week. So it's, I it's so it. hard to pass. Up I'm doing it. Like yeah. Like, you, you can't, you can't not do it. Yeah. So like, uh, if you watch the match, like, uh, my, like my leg actually held up the entire time during yeah. the match all the way up until the last move. The last like two moves, yeah. it was uh, he weaved through my legs and whatever he did, like I, every time I watch it, my leg doesn't move. I don't know how it happens, <sighs> but like the last uh, ligament that wasn't torn, like my leg just turns in. Like <laughs> oh. I don't know, I can't even like every time I watch it, I don't see how it happens. Yeah, uh, but like it dislocates or it tears. I feel it, and but like we could tell you the match and like. I know it's the last move, so I'm like, I'm okay with everything. The ref is like, stopping the match. I was like, no, we're fine, we're fine, we're good, we're good, go, go, go. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> at the time, I feel it, but like, Take it, it doesn't better. hurt as bad because yeah. adrenaline and everything. Oh yeah, exactly. You never feel it. So, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, we're good, we're good. Just go, 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 go. He's like, he's like, no, no, you're injured. I'm like, no, we're fine, we're fine. Like, <laughs> it's like. It was like a good 15, 20 second conversation with the ref telling him I'm fine. Like the, uh, because Nice was just going to go yeah. for the move. And I, like, I tried to say it like, and at the time, like it was one of those things where I like, they had the earpiece and they're talking and like, I hear him say, Oh yeah. Uh, I think he, uh, messed up his knee. I was like, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. I'm <laughs> oh, to tell him, man. Okay? <laughs> like the entire, like, so like that happened. It did, um, like they were just like everybody there was just like trying to see, figure out what went on, what, what went wrong, and I was just like, yeah, I, I was like honestly, I really don't know. I was like, yeah. like I'm just hiding the fact that I just dislocated my knee like a week prior uh. and everything. But 
crazy. Everybody well, you got to look at it. That's a great experience one way or the other, man. So many people got to see you. You were out there doing your thing. I mean, you lived the dream. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, it was definitely one of those things where I would do it all over again the same exact way. Like, I, Hell yeah. that entire week, wrestling-wise, like, in and out of the ring, like, wrestling-wise and not wrestling, like, I had fun. Like, just, like, the genuine connection I um, developed with a lot of the guys, like, there's a lot of guys there that I haven't seen in since then that I still keep in contact with. Like, yeah. even uh, just this past weekend on the show uh, Jeff was at, like, I saw Sean Maluda, who I haven't seen since the classic also. Nice. And me and him, like, we're headed off pretty good. Just, like, we've been talking uh, for, like, the last, like, four or five years. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. Like, See that's that's the beauty of these like shows, man. You you never know who the hell you're gonna bump yeah. into. Yeah, and, and it's when like you do, it's like up fest, you know. Yeah, Just like yeah, catching like, up and, and exactly missing and like you didn't miss any time. There's been a freaking year and two months of this damn quarantine, or like networking still too. It's like, hey, what are you up to? Oh, I want to yeah. get on that. How do I get a part of that? You exactly, know? exactly. Yeah. So I know I talked to enough people when I was down there, <laughs> which which yeah, was awesome. Was like, that was Titan was like Championship Wrestling. It was a good time. Like, that entire thing, experience, like, uh, even, like, they also taught us a lot of stuff down there, too, like, just, like, a lot of media training. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, that actually, like, helped out a lot, like, with social media and even doing, like, interviews and stuff. Like, I don't know if you guys seen it. It's a James Brown interview where (laughs) he's, like, he's wearing, like, yellow safety goggles and, like, has on, like, leather gloves (laughs) and everything. And he is definitely on drugs in this video. Like, <laughs> he's James Brown. Yeah. But, like, his, uh, they're like, just watch the video and then, like, listen to the reporter, like, and then listen to what James Brown is saying. So, like, it's like, you know, when you're doing interviews and stuff, like, if you're there for a specific topic, stay on that specific topic. Yeah. And, like, you hear the reporter talk about, like, James Brown getting arrested and then, like, his divorce <laughs> and everything like that. And he's just like, nope, we're talking about music. I'm yep. here about music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah he's I actually know what you're talking like, about, too. <laughs> he's like, we're talking about my tour. We're, we're talking about my musical tour. I'm going yeah. on tour. We're singing this, this, and this. That's Don't let them lead you. You lead them, yeah. Yeah. Yep, and that's exactly what they were saying, too. So I was like, that's actually, like, it was all stuff, like, where even – if I take a career somewhere else, like how to, if I go for certain things, how to stay on topic with that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was awesome mm-hmm. down there. That's awesome. So you did the Cruiserweight Classic. What did you do afterwards wrestling wise? Um, the Classic actually helped me like realize that training wise at the Monster Factory at the time, a lot of guys like that have been there before me actually had other things come up, like starting a family or yeah. graduating college, starting a career. So I'm the quote unquote vet there. I've been there the longest. So, yeah. you know, I thought I was, I, I'm not, I don't, I ain't going to say I thought I was, I feel, I knew I was the best one there. There you go. There so you, go. Yeah, you can say it, bro. There's yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Free yeah. space here. Say, like, say anything you, know, you want. <laughs> me like and that was me thinking you know i'm the best one here blah 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 i'm only four years in i could compete with guys that have been in here that been wrestling for 10 years 12 years nobody else years. had wwe experience and you did so yeah so that's what like i was thinking but like once i got to the classic and the only thing i like i realized that i didn't know as much as mm. there was to know 
It's humbling. Like, you didn't know I shit knew about shit. Yeah. At the Monster Factory to know however much at the Monster Factory can teach. Yeah. So, you know, after that, like, I was like, you know what? Okay. I want, like, I real like, I also realized that there was different styles of wrestling there, out there. Like, I was just stuck to the one structure of the baby face shine, heel uh, cut off, yeah, yeah. heat, come back, uh, finish, or whatever, like, uh, false, false finish. I was just stuck to that one structure. Yeah, yeah. And going down to the uh, Cruiserweight Classic helped out a lot for me to realize, oh, crap. There's more wrestling out there that I don't know. Oh yeah, and there's more. Yeah. There's such. There's way more styles, and it's a lot of people that I can actually connect with to, to get help and get exposure and get experience and all this other stuff. Yeah. Which, thankfully, like I actually got the room with a uh, Gulak when I was down there. Awesome. And Gulak training at Jakarta and wrestling at CZW, which is all literally. 20 30 minutes from where i live mm-hmm. so it's like i could actually go there tra- check it out he's like uh so i definitely stayed in contact with gulak the entire time he's awesome. just like oh yeah um he's like i run training on these days and i was <laughs> like okay cool i was like like just that week of knowing gulak and like talking to him i realized like oh snap he's a he has a great mind of wrestling yes and i can actually learn from him so it's like, okay, if he's running training on these days, I'm going to go to train at Chikara on these days, or I'm going to go train at CZW on these days, or whatever days. Yeah. And then shortly after, like, me training with him, he gets signed, and he's like, all right, well, look, here's the deal. Um, he's like, train at CZW, whatever, you know, they have uh, good connections with other people that you could get, to, uh, get in contact with, get booking, get your name out there, so... I went there and, you know, me training at CZW, like, I still hear hear it all the time. Like, people say, oh, yeah, how can you train with guys like DJ Hyde and blah, blah, blah. And, <laughs> like, as an adult, like, I was like, you know, I hear things said about me. So, I'm like, it's mm-hmm. probably, and it's by people who don't know me. Yep, keep my name at your mouth. Yeah. It. So, it's like, people, like, I was like, you know what, this is wrestling. I was like, if I'm an adult, if... I feel a certain way or if he says something to me a certain way, then I'll cast my own judgment. I can't cast judgment on someone. I don't yeah. know. Yep. Because realistically it might be, uh, someone says something or he says something to someone and they didn't like what he said. Mm-hmm. So now that's someone told a per- person a, B and C with D, uh, what he said. And now a, B and C don't like him. And now they're telling D E and F, but only telling but leaving out certain parts of the story. So now D, E, and F are casting an opinion of someone that they never met. So I was like, you know, it's probably just like that, which in my opinion, like me training there, I think it was because I can say I have never had a bad experience with him. Yeah, yeah. Like, does he say stuff? Like, he does say certain things that, in my opinion, like he can reword it. But a lot of stuff, like, <laughs> like, and a lot of stuff he says actually makes sense. He is a great mind in wrestling and a great teacher as well. Like I did learn a lot. And within the two to three years I was training there, I've met so many great people had like, he took me on a road with him. Um, like took me on a road with him, like out of state got just, I just did like random road tours with him. Okay. And 
the once uh like i just go just to like check out other shows i never actually expect anything out of it just because at the time i'm still like okay i still want to learn what's out there yeah yeah so uh, and then um he like t- like he told me he's like yeah he's like your character's great but your character is only going to work on shows like uh the mon- with the Monster Factory crowd. Right. He's like, I want you to upgrade your character. I want you to figure out how to make your character play to this crowd. And then when you go to another place, I want you to figure out how to make your character play to that crowd. Yeah. He, he's like, your character isn't going to, like, you keep the same character, which it isn't going to always work when you go so many places, which actually, like, helped me actually look into things where I'm like, okay, how can I play with my character? What can I do to update my character how can i upgrade it you yeah, know it's yeah. just like things like that like just so from the, from the classic going there training with gulag training at czw did uh even every now and then like um sammy callahan came by so you know mm-hmm. trained with him yeah like it was a lot of different connections just by like just from the classic where once i realized i wasn't where i needed to be mm-hmm. or where i wanted to be with everyone else I started taking the steps and I actually had a lot of help and everybody there, like everybody and wrestling is more than grateful, more than willing to help me um, learn and get to where I need to be. Like I can honestly say, I don't think anybody was ever like selfish about anything. That's good. That's very good. At least he had a positive experience with everybody. So what's the, uh, what's the next step? Where, where are you heading now? What what companies you working with now, and uh, what are you looking forward to accomplish? Yeah, what do you got going on? Anything big? Get it out there. Here's the here's your chance. Yeah, here's your <laughs> here's your chance here's, to put yourself uh, over yeah, right now. Yeah, here's your plug. Go ahead. I got a uh, honestly, I got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, the big thing I have coming up is the Boardwalk Buds Show, which is oh in AC, uh, right? AC. Yeah, in, in AC, I'm looking forward to it. I don't do anything. I don't smoke or anything like that, but. <laughs> You know, you're on I the show. Like That's good. Yeah, it's still yeah, a good right. show to be a part of. Yeah, I don't mind being around people that do, and <laughs> for some reason, it seems like people that do actually know how to have a good time. So it's just. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have that coming up June 20. The it's a full weekend, so it's June 26. Yep. Oh, that uh, last weekend. Or June 25th, 26th, and 27th. Yes. But are you wrestling that, all three um, days? I'll be there all three days. Yeah. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. So. Um. I have um, a Shockwave, uh, an S- uh, standalone show actually in the Linzers, which is called Shockwave. They're doing that this Saturday. Yep. Then after that, um, I'm just playing with my schedule. I know I have some dates, but lately I'm just a lot of my stuff is just out of state. Um, so I got some stuff lined up for Georgia. Awesome. Got something mm-hmm. lined up for nice. Ohio. Got. Some lined up for Nebraska and uh, Missouri and other places like that. Man, that's so, wow. Traveling. I, yeah. I'm yeah. definitely trying to stay active. Yeah. It's not like me personally. I just like having a life and having wrestling where I can at least do nothing and still pay my bills with wrestling. There you go. Oh, that's good. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's the point not, you got to. I'm you know what I mean? Anything. I'm just glad like, you know, everything's opening back up and people are still. Uh, wrestling is still around. Yeah, man. I mean, hell, around. the show listen, that we were at had a couple hundred people the other day. Listen, so. I think it, like all these other promotions and stuff, as you know, from here out west, are, it, with the pandemic going away and yeah. things opening back up, I think you, I think you're going to benefit. Wrestling. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. 
you're gonna benefit from that. More people are gonna go out the shows. Yeah. Oh yeah, yep. dude. Absolutely. In droves too. Oh like, yeah. They just want to get out. So these By first, the, fans, yeah. the next six to seven months are gonna be huge. And what you do in that time, from being a wrestler to being running the promotion, I think is gonna be huge. Yeah, big time. Yeah. There's a lot of money to be made right now. Absolutely. People, wrestling. people want to spend it. Yeah. Exactly. People want to spend it, and they they just want to have a good time, and they want to see people do great work. And getting and getting lost, like you know, the three of us on this podcast, you know, we we do what we do right now and are getting this going. You know, we all have careers. Like Tom and I, we're we're chefs. Yeah. You know, we cook by day and we podcast by night. You know. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I don't, and we don't want to work in a kitchen for the rest of our lives. So right. I mean, you know, this is this is it for us. This is our life. You know, yeah. this is what we love to do. It gets us out of that normal nine to five mindset and talk about something that we love with people who we really enjoy talking to. So, again, thank you for coming on the podcast, first and foremost. Yeah. Thanks um, for taking time out of your day. Yeah, man. And uh, everybody needs to book Aunt Bennett so that way he could fund his Funko Pop collection. Oh, <laughs> you're you're a popper? You're a pop hunter? Yes, I am. Man. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Well, all right, brother. Thank you very much for coming on. We definitely appreciate it. It was good catching up, man, and hopefully uh won't be as long next time I see you. All uh, right. Thank- uh, definitely. See you soon, Jay. All right, brother. Thank Thanks you. Soon. Thanks a lot, Anthony. Thank Take you, care. Dude. Thank you, guys. Be easy. All right, Bye. man. Peace. Ant is such a... He's a very down-to-earth guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's good people, man. I always have really good experiences with him. He's one of my favorite people to like, work with down at the Monster Factory. Now I wish I went. Um, you know, my <laughs> yeah. wife was like, why don't you just go? I ended up doing something yeah. anyway that I needed to do I was for, in Baltimore. for the baby. So, oh, yeah. really? I yeah. you were away, away. I went to Baltimore. It was, yeah. it was it was cool. For hey, what? look, man, it Dana wasn't just Hobbit? a go. Oh. Yeah. It's not the first indie show. It damn sure ain't gonna be the last indie yeah. show. Oh yeah, so we'll, be, yeah. we'll be doing a lot don't, of this. Don't stuff forget, we're gonna be sponsoring one, uh, Ooh, June twenty sixth, right. in uh, in Little Fairy, Invictus Pro Wrestling. There's a lot going on at that back we end do. of June. Yeah, man. For and, for a lot of professional wrestling, you know, Ant talked about um, Buds on the Boardwalk, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, the mask requirements gone, and the limits for outdoors are gone too. Yeah, in New Jersey. So. So it's going to be like a little normal. It's going to be a free for all. Yeah. Plus, uh, June 27th, we'll be at the world famous Clarion Hotel. Woo. Showing off our goods, hanging out with Jeff. Uh, it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. So, what started off with a great interview with Anthony, you know, we're going <laughs> to take it home, brother. We're going to do a, a downward spiral and talk about. WrestleMania backlash. It brought us up to this high. Which, and now we're gonna come right crashing. <laughs> which back to down. me instantly reminded me. First of all, I'm not even gonna call it a fucking pay per view. It was like a Raw and SmackDown to me. I, I had that feeling. It had no yeah. no big matches. All you can say is that thank God nobody's buying tickets to go to these. Things yeah, it was really the, bad. The Once two they do, triple threat matches both had the person who was shoehorned into mm-hmm. it take the fall. Yep. Which is the biggest scapegoat of a way to finish mm-hmm. this bullshit fucking match? You now the women's from match, one of them, one of the matches, not you from think both. One, yeah. Right. The but, women's match was was good. Yeah, I but mean, again, it's still the shoehorn of Oscar gets pinned. And then of course, yeah. well, I mean, it all starts when we Charlotte hit, just comes out like I'm Charlotte Reigns. Here we go. Like it's it's getting bad now. It it's getting bad to the point that I think they're doing it on purpose. It's but, getting bad. But who's better than her? Charlotte? Nobody. 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 That's the so problem. it is what it is. Great That's gear, the by the way. I like the, oh, the, the Corolla Corolla Deville. Deville outfit. Yeah. That was pretty tight. Um, I was expected. I didn't think Asuka was going to take the pin. 
I knew for a fact she was going to take the pin. You did? You think so? You're not going to have Charlotte. How is Charlotte going to take the pin? And how is Rhea going to lose yet? And then Asuka Asuka beats Charlotte the next night. No, no, no way. No, I'm just saying. That's what happened last night. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, so it's like. roll up. I think she's schoolboy. Yeah. I'm and dreaded schoolboy. I love Bianca, but that match was just shit. That was a bad match at her and Bailey. It was whatever. It served its it, purpose. It was okay. Like it was. It, I mean, you're also comparing it to the Sasha Banks epic. Match oh yeah. That we just no, I'm just had. saying in general. So I mean, the pay per view after Mania always sucks balls. I think the Bianca Sasha match, the Bianca Bailey match that they had on SmackDown, where actually Bailey went over on Bianca. Yes. Was ten times better than, in my opinion, this match from this past weekend. Well, there wasn't a lot of hype. Um, Bailey, nope. Bailey was doing a lot of the heavy lifting on the microphone. Yeah, um, the entire pay per view was no hype. Yeah, like the fucking tag team championships. Yeah, for you example. had what five weeks to to do. Yeah, you had a long fucking time. The only the only match that I would no, not even I can't I can't even say the Roman match because there's so much going on now between you know our boy Jimmy the Gimp there and uh, I don't Cesaro, know what's going on with that Cesaro with uh, Rollins is involved. Yeah, Seth Rollins. Cesaro looked good, man. He did. He did. He, did. he had a and great showing. He showed his uh, no, showed his ass is a bad thing. He did his thing. Yeah. yeah, he really did his thing, and I think he got himself over. Um, he got himself over the best way without winning that match. Correct. Correct. I, and I that think match that, served one hundred percent its purpose. That was a great match. That was exactly what it should have been. It legitimized except, Cesaro. Except Cesaro should have swung him. He did yeah. not. He, there was no swing. There was no UFO, and you know they love to go to that now. I don't expect a UFO on him, but I expected at least the swing. But that's Roman probably being fucking John Cena, where he's like, "I'm not taking it from him. <laughs> I'm not fucking so, this guy." Which is whatever. But at the end of the day, that match was what it was, and it was it, it put him above. But it still puts him in a program with Seth Rollins, which is stupid. Yeah, and but then, then again, it's buying time until SummerSlam, which maybe he'll win the belt. Now. Coming away from that, who is the next challenger? Do you run it back with Cesaro, or no, because he's going with Seth? He's to going try to with finish Seth. that. It's going to be somebody else. What do you do with Jimmy? We no, now here's no. Here's well, it's going to be Roman versus Jimmy. So we switched yeah. things up. Now it's going to be Roman and Jimmy in a, a Hell in a Cell because Ironically. that's our next pay per view. Yeah. And they pushed. Did you see that? That they pushed Money in the Bank for the first live pay per view since WrestleMania back. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. In a big event, I think somebody big is going to win that too. I I, I don't think that yeah. Cesaro. Yeah. I, I don't think it's the right approach, but I see them giving it to him. And you, had, you, had, I yeah, think you had made that point several yeah. times in the past episode. It's not too. the way that he should win the belt, but it's the way that I can mm. see Vince McMahon just being confused to give him the belt. Yeah, it's the only way to get him over. Well, again, he was and I don't want to see another year. failed cash in, so we got to fail cash in. He was unless he jumps, was successful, excuse me, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was it went to Otis, and then it went yeah, to yeah. Miz. It, so, I mean, it was just fucking. Last year was stupid. Last year was so stupid. Like I get, they had to do like a little something, but they could have done other things with it. But yeah, I think in hindsight they were like, yeah, we kind of. Can we ball. shit on this now? I'm getting excited. Yeah, Which one I, do you want to shit on first? We've we, we been shitting on it since. Which one do you want to do talking? first? Huh? The fucking tag the zombies? Match? <laughs> the, no, the tag match. Finish the zombies. I mean, go with the tag match the, first. The, finish with the zombies. You knew the tag match was going go down from the wrong what? path. Bad to worse, right? Yeah, when so, Dominic gets fucking wait, wait. hurt. Oh, I thought you were getting out of your chair. I, I was, it was adjusting my junk and everything else. It's getting hot in I'm here. really getting heated over this. <laughs> like, my blood is boiling thinking about this match. You're hyping, you're you're harping about how there's never been a father-son tag team championship 
ever before. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You take the sun out for 95% of the match. Yeah. So it's Rey yeah. Mysterio the entire match, which is literally the only reason why fucking doughy bitch Mysterio is in that spot. <laughs> fucking you take him completely out of the match. You have Rey Mysterio in there, do his thing for the whole time, which he looks like Superman now out of nowhere where he's getting freaking... Uh, so he takes a super kick. He takes another super Ooh, kick. Ray? He takes a zigzag. He takes yeah. this. He takes that. He takes it up the ass. He's kicking and out of he everything. He kicks out of everything. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, he's fucking, kicking out of everything. He kicks out of literally everything. And then you get this fucking no fucking build anything. Come down the fucking ring, all gimping, grabbing his ribs. Sell Tell his ribs. Me how you feel? And out of nowhere, like was that supposed to be like a pop for anybody? Like, I mean, uh, was anybody supposed to be excited about that? He comes, you knew. It was I think. I mean, happen. first of all, you knew. Okay. Every again, if you've been watching wrestling for as long as we have, you know I they mean, were winning the titles. Yeah, you knew they were winning the titles, and you knew that he was going to come back. You but just why knew. do that in the first place? Although Dolphin, if you're so and, excited and that and it's Rue were starting son. to become very convincing as tag champions. By the way, they were we, starting to become really good. They were a good tag team champion. There was I no think, reason um, for them to take the belts away from them, especially yeah. for someone who doesn't fucking deserve the it. The only yeah. reason why they did that it's with him Usos. coming down was to build maybe Dominic up with the fans and saying, you know, he's a tough guy. Dude, he can do it out. and no pop. Well, granted, I mean, I mean, the, granted, there's no fans, but yeah, I mean, but still, you could hear when somebody cheers. Oh yeah, but at the same time, but there time, was absolutely zero pop when he walked out. At the same time, even if there were fans, I don't think that. I don't think it would have popped. I, I don't think that. I don't even think the place would have popped if they won the titles because, again, Rey Mysterio isn't like what he used to be, and I think right now is the best time to. He still can move, man. Yeah, he he's still can still move, but I, I don't think he's as popular as he once was, and I think right now to put him as a tag team champion before he leaves the company. The, He's the not reason as popular why, as he once was because there weren't a lot of people doing what he was doing at the time. Yeah. yeah. Now everybody. The, the reason why he's there. Does it. The only but reason, I will 100% say they put out a figure of him in that Batman gear and buying it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. The, 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 only, the only reason why he's there is because of his son. Yeah. In my opinion. So yeah. I mean, and you, he you, understands that. And yeah, good for him. he knows it. He knows. Well, he knows. Father time is coming to an end, and I think what WWE <laughs> wanted Time's to do. Father time undefeated, folks. The, what WWE wanted to do was they just wanted to. Announced that they were the first father and son champions, but why do you take the son out for ninety five percent of the match? Let to, Ray come in and make the save. Um, no, not even the just work the match together. Maybe maybe is. they think he's too green, or maybe they. Just I mean, think that's that... one, he's one hundred percent greener than goose shit. He, but... Well, he had that match with Seth Rollins. Yes, it was gimmicked, and, and Seth did the the heavy lifting, but yeah. he still made that kind of. You can't want, look at you know, it. Good to watch. You can't right? look at I mean, it anymore you know? that he's too like like he's not ready because he's there. They put all this effort into him. If you're gonna put all this effort into it, then fucking roll with it. Yeah. Don't cop out and do some kind of crap like that. Shit. Or get if you're off gonna the do a cop out like that, then don't give him the fucking titles in general. <laughs> yeah. Wait until he's ready, ready, or don't bother. Right. But instead, you take the tag belts off of, besides the Street Profits, the only, like, Street Profits, New Day, and them are the only three relevant teams, the Dirty Dogs. Yeah. They're the only three relevant tag teams in WWE, and you took the belts off them to give to Rey Mysterio as hopefully a goodbye, and his son as, oh, why? Why? 
Well, and it did the same thing with Tamina, giving her a fucking tag team title who doesn't deserve it. I think I don't care how long she's been in a company; she's not good. She does not deserve that tag team really title. Good. Yeah. Oh, I, know. I think the real, man. If Christian I think, was on the same show, yeah, no. get it. <laughs> I think another reason why the microphone uh, another the reason why they gave the Mysterios the tag team titles is you got to think of long term storytelling. You don't want to give it to the Prophets because the Usos are going to have to beat the Prophets then. If the Usos go over on the Prophets, profits more, the Prophets are more don't popular. Don't take it off the Dirty Dogs. Well, the Usos are going to have to get the belts to build the whole stable around Roman. That's, what, that's what's happening. It can work, though, if they were to do that, I think. If the Usos were like the that? ones to, It could work. Mm. It depends on where that story got to before they did it. Jimmy, I just, yeah. Jimmy is one, you know, teetering here. Jay's here, but they can still kind of coexist. They have their own beef going on, plus add Roman, and there's a whole another story. Mm-hmm. Then you have everything, you know, okay, yeah, now they want the tag championships back, which they were talking about on television the last few weeks. They're so, going to get them back. They're going to beat the Mysterios. Yeah. They have to they beat the Mysterios. They're transitional champions. I don't know. It, yeah. Yes. I don't know no. if they're going to get back together. They both have individual shirts now. Yeah. Yeah. That I all, mean, that are pretty much the same font, same everything. Pretty other much than the same the thing, but they are two. Different I love Jimmy's shirt though. T-shirts. Nobody's bitch. Nobody's bitch. I'm really surprised that, that the, doesn't. I know. I'm I said really that surprised too. they're selling that shirt like that yeah. too. I'm serious. Like I, that's like a you know old school like attitude era kind of shirt. Yeah. But you got to look at some of those shirts. They are amazingly horrible. Oh, the attitude errors. Yeah, yeah there's. Remember um, the Edge sex and violence one, which literally just like a nut shot, like all over the shirt. There was one, <laughs> the Val Venus and one. The Val Venus good. one is fucking. Good. The lettering has come. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's <cocky laughs> really is. Yeah, and then there was one that was Sable, and it was like no, it was a poster. It was like Sable's car service, and it was like check your dipstick for like five dollars or something Man. like that, and. I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was sex sold back then. Well, Francine had the Francine 469 yes, shirt. Yep, she that did. Was legendary. Yeah. The um now even though Tamina and Natalia didn't win the titles at um they won them Which on why wouldn't they you won have them done on the weekend? The yeah, again. Why wouldn't you have done it at the pay-per-view? If that's supposed <sighs> to be a big spot. Just show you how they, irrelevant they are. Why are they pushing Tamina? I, I just hope that it's she's going to be gone from the company I, too. I was going to say, yeah. that. I think that she's on her. She never but won the, the title. Same point, she, but then who's going to win the championship? Are we finally going to go for? Uh, she's not good. I don't care that you've been in a company for eleven <laughs> I mean, years. There's a couple different women's tag teams that can win it. You know, Mandy and Dana, Lana Dude, and not the ones that are there anymore. No more iconic. If you've been yeah. in a company, <laughs> if you've been in a company <laughs> for eleven years. Great, kudos to you. Mm-hmm. But we all know that she was there just because she was a WWE Hall of Famer's daughter. Yeah, and she showed nothing. Eleven through. is the magic number. She showed nothing in those eleven years. Kofi was eleven years without being a world yeah, champion. Kofi was Intercontinental champion. Oh yeah, tag team I'm, champion. I'm, I'm just talking champion. about just talking about his world champion. He did stuff the entire eleven years. Mm-hmm. She was completely irrelevant and nobody. And you're just gonna hand her a title? It's stupid. Like you're gonna give like. That would have been like in the fucking 90s if they were to give Barry Horowitz the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> he would have patted like, himself on the back for it. On the, back. <laughs> on the way out. The he, same he would have gave it to himself, right? He would, yeah. have, he would have patted. Yeah. He got the pat. So shout out Zombie Taylor, uh, Zombie Sailor for the uh, first uh, Barry Horowitz figure. There you right. go. But like, still, at the end of the day, why the fuck did they waste their time? She's not good. And you took it off of two people that you have on TV constantly. Which don't get me wrong, Nia Jackson, Shayna Blazer, I don't like either one of them either. Well, Shayna looks but, like she's going to a program with um, 
Alexa Bliss. The last two weeks. Now now it's clear as you day. You think it's Shayna? That stuff is garbage, too. She's attacked her twice. Um, yeah. Both times with some sort of a... Pi- well, the first time, like, using some voodoo to mess up her leg, and then yesterday was, like, pyro or something. So. That stuff's embarrassing and garbage. That's bad. Yeah. That's the whole Alexa and Bliss thing is really bad. Still no fiend. Now here's here's what's well you know why me. you know why the fiend's not there. The fiend is not there because um, apparently he's having problems. I think we talked about this last week, coping with the death of Brody Lee. So that's the reason why he's not there. Oh my god, no, yes. I didn't even know that, dude. That is the legitimate reason why he's not there. All right, because he took time off Mania because he couldn't deal with it for right now. He's going through some personal shit. That's well, the reason why he's not there. Well, end the program. There's no reason to do this well, Alexis Playground. Well, no, I mean, you, you ended it with The Fiend, which they did, but then you build her up as this whole new gimmick, it's which stupid. you kind of have to be because it was born at Mania. It was still garbage. Yeah. It's just bad booking. But The, yeah, but the here's whole company like, is bad booking. Here's another thing that's, like, terrible. All right. AEW, they did, they did that pay-per-view, and the uh, WWE people in the back are saying that that um, – that uh, War Games, the Blood and Guts match that they did, set wrestling back 30 years. Yeah. Now, your rebuttal to that, your follow-up to that, was to have a fucking this match is where I was going with we... zombies yeah. around... Army of the Dead? Uh, zombie lumberjacks. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> This has like what, er, what, this has like glass sucking fucking glass like, sucking. like this head came up with this idea. 90s this is this is new WCW. generation era. Yeah, yeah, this is like well WCW mid nineties RoboCop. Oh, and this fucking, is just as bad as RoboCop. This is RoboCop. This is the Dungeon of Doom. This is the Yeti. This is everybody put together. The Yeti. Um, I mean, the only, obviously, the only reason bad. why they did that is because Army of the Dead was sponsoring the event. Who the hell cares? And Batista, did, and the Batista did the opening, and the whole point of the movies is that he kills zombies, so why not have zombie lumberjacks? I think that was a pre-tape match, too, probably. Probably was. It doesn't really matter, but... I, mm. I don't know. I don't care. It's I'm just saying. The du- <laughs> it was literally the dumbest shit Do you know some of seen. the zombies were, like, legit... Like, Scotty Too Hotty was, was one of the zombies. Shut up, shit. Uh, they were all... They're not going to pay anybody. It's all fucking. Yeah, they're all uh, former wrestlers. Scotty yeah. Tuhati was one of them. It was a probably former guys. wrestlers. It was probably NXT people that you don't know that aren't on TV. Yep. Like, that's what they always do with that stuff. Like, yeah. everybody that was fucking with um, the Rosebuds, like, I knew all those people because they were all indie people. Like, it's the same thing that they would do with this stupid shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, this was the biggest pile of fucking monkey shit that I've ever seen. <laughs> First off, the match was horrible. Oh, man. The match was absolutely horrible. Damian Priest, did, like, I don't care what anybody says. I don't understand the appeal. I know that I don't like him for personal reasons, but I don't understand the appeal that people have with this fucking guy. You know, it was really funny. I was watching the Shawn Michaels documentary, and they're showing him, like, kind of orchestrating the match, the five-way ladder match at TakeOver, I guess, well, last year when Priest won the title. Yeah. So they have everybody in the ring, and in the background is, is Damian Priest wearing an Anthrax t-shirt. <laughs> the first thing I thought of was that uh, Jeff just talks about him wearing all band shirts, and he had like his hair in a ponytail, and was wearing like these black wristbands and an Anthrax Honestly, shirt on. That was had to have been bought for him because I'm sure he listens to Butt Rock. <laughs> so I don't know why I rock. thought of that, but but uh, like I mean, he listens to what people tell him to do. Like he said, he's a yes, lap dog. Yeah, but he's a lap dog that that is. Not good at what he does. Okay, yeah, but I mean, if you look at the top faces on Raw, I mean... Don't even tell me he's a top face. I will punch your I'm top face. I'm not saying that, but if you look at the top faces on Raw, you have Drew McIntyre. 
Do you consider Braun Strowman a face? I yes. mean, he he is he, Priest is top ten. Face. Priest is top ten. He's yeah, probably but, like in the seven, six to eight range. Whatever. You know what I mean? It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. It it, it doesn't fucking go and explain that piece of shit match that they had. Oh, he, where he, he looked like ass body. in it too. He's a big he looked body. like ass in that match too. If anybody could tell me that he looked good in that match, fucking against the, we'll against the Miz on it. Sunday because his punches are shit. I don't think he has good chemistry with the Miz. His punches are shit. His forearms are the drizzling shits. His fucking <laughs> when he tried to jump off the top rope to do that fucking spin kick, like that was that atrocious. was a botch, right? He landed right on top of Miz's fucking leg, and then later in the match, Miz. Tears his fucking ACL. Guy hasn't been injured in 15 years. Yeah. Did you watch the match last night with him and John Morrison? Fuck Morrison, too. After what? like Really? Like John Morrison? Dude, dude. I love that guy. He's he's not being used the right way. No, he, he's, he's not. Good. First he's of all, not, he's built like a brick shit house. Good. Yeah. And he's 40-something years old also. Look, he can do parkour. Good for you. His punches are the drizzling shits. Did he see him try to fucking punch the zombies? Like, you know, like just unload on those fucking people. Like, do do everyone a favor and just punch them all in the face. Like that's what I we like. Want to I like John Morrison in the ring. I do too. I like it's watching not, him. I don't. I don't care. Uh, it depends on what you again. I like Ricochet. You again, John, like Ricochet John is another. He, fuck Ricochet. John Ricochet Morrison sucks. Is, is... And he came out like he did some fucking tweet. Talking yeah, shit to Io Shirai, yeah. where it's like, oh, oh well, she that. can't do half the stuff I do. He, Motherfucker, he, he no one cares. He deleted it, by the way. He deleted it, yeah, yeah. Of course but he did, because he's an asshole. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see? Um, Amazon. She can get herself over. They he finally called him Rick O'Shea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seamus <laughs> did it. Seamus said When he wore the Irish skin. Yeah. Rick O'Shea. Rick O'Shea. <laughs> People yeah. have been saying that for years. Yeah, dude. Rick O'Shea. That's his Irish gear. <laughs> but like, why are you trying to take shots at Io Shirai? Because she is a phenomenal worker. Mm -hmm. She kicks ass. She never does any kind of. I bullshit. don't. I he wasn't she, taking I think shots. Called up since he too. answered somebody who had mentioned her, mm -hmm. and then he. Yeah, but he mentioned his her and his fucking right, like, little yeah. his fucking uh, little dick energy that he's got. <laughs> fucking has to come out and say like she can't do half of the stuff I do, motherfucker. Who cares? She's better than you and over, way more over. Maybe they're working. She's so much more over than him. Yeah, where's she at, by the way? She is probably nothing. There's nothing going on for her. She's probably going to get called up. She could be. She dropped the, she dropped the title she dropped to Raquel, the and then Raquel had a problem up. with insert, uh, Yeah, insert her Mercedes. into the women's Money in the Bank match for July. Boom. Okay. That's probably what's going to happen. All right, so 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 since we talked about it, you know, why not just shoot some guys out? Who do you think is going to win the men and oh, women Money in the Bank? I'll shoot some guys out. Go ahead. I mean, oh, you, no, you, you want to know who my top pick is to win it? For Oh, speaking of, we might get a King of the Ring, by the way, because they were kind of teasing that a little bit. Yeah, with Nakamura. like. And then they also put up a everything. poll on social media about it, and then I got an email. Like, I get emails every week, every time. He admits like, that he's lost right now in WWE. I've seen that before we uh, went on air. Well, I mean, we all I feel bad for him. The yeah, guy's too good to he's be very where he's good. at. Yeah. I mean, right now, if, if was, I, Isn't he former IWGP yeah, junior heavyweight champion. Dude, or? he was a god in he Japan. Was, yeah, yeah. He should just go back there, like Andrade went back to Mexico. He oh, they confirmed the match between him and Omega, uh, August fourteenth, yep. I think. But I mean, Money in the Bank. I'm trying to think of what is it going to be? Six guys? Yeah, six guys in it. Um, if it's not, I mean, if it's not Cesaro, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. I think but Cesaro I still, will be in it. You'll have a high flyer in there. Cesaro win Cesaro. the belt in a different manner. I guarantee you have one of the Usos. Damian Priest will be in it. I bet you Damian Priest will yeah. be that in That sounds it. about right. Damian Priest. They'll probably throw Owens or Sammy in. 
What would you do if Priest wins the money in the bank? Oh, for, oh man, why did you ask him that? I'm serious. Well, you know, I, I I'll mean, take, honestly. I'll take my ball and go home. Honestly, I, he, he <laughs> could win it. Cold. Like, I can see him winning it, I swear to God. I can fucking I'm just saying. I'm just that. saying that he. You're uh, clueless if you think he'd win that. There's no possible way. I didn't think he was going to win the North American title. Yeah, how did you not see him winning the North American title? Like, Bronson I didn't, I didn't Reed, Johnny gonna... Gargano, Velveteen Dream. Bronson him. Reed, I think he's due to win it tonight. By the way, but yeah, yeah. You, you don't think you think Gargano's going to retain again? Again, yeah. it, it's kind of run its course by now because mm-hmm. he, uh, you know, he already started laying some groundwork that maybe he wants to get back into the main event foil there. But you know, NXT's tonight, guys. We're recording this on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Tonight is uh, NXT, but. Um, who, it would, whoever it would else be would nice be in to it? see Keith Lee come back for that. Keith, see Keith Lee is another. So if you insert Keith Lee onto SmackDown as opposed to going to Raw, which I don't think will happen, but um, his soon-to-be wife better. Mia Yim's over there. It's a much better um, main event picture. Yeah, yeah. An overall picture for Intercontinental Championship. If you want to throw him down that road, yeah. or an opponent, uh, opponent well, for Roman to try Keith to get him Lee over. I don't think Cruz he's going to win. The the problem yeah. with Lee now is they yeah. have nothing. They have no story for him. They they're putting this injury or his condition aside now. Now it's they have no story for Keith Lee. Yeah, and then also, what are they going to do with Alistair Black, who lost thirty who, pounds? Uh, who, wow, I think Alistair Black might be in that match. He could. could I can see him winning that. That'd be awesome. <sighs> him as champion, running rough shot. That'd be awesome. The guy's great. Yeah. Being a champion and where he's real too. Like you SmackDown. Know, like, what? He would be well. Well, you win the money in the bank, you get whatever you well, want. He would win. Black would. He would win, but he'd be great in the match. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it'd be really cool if they did this. If Black won and went to NXT, it's going to be somebody for that would be cool. But yeah. it's going to be someone Damn. for Raw to win to cash in on whoever the Raw champ will be at the time. Well, you try to see who's been going back and forth because mm. no one's going to no cash in SmackDown's on Roman. Win. No one's going to cash no. in on Roman. No. Roman's not going to lose that belt for a long time Very unless it's at SummerSlam time. for Cesaro, but I don't see that really happening. No, they're gonna, well. Cesaro's going to blow off his feud with Rollins at Hell in a Cell in Hell in a Cell. Yes, um, there's going to be three Hell in a Cell matches. That's a Hell in a That's Cell worthy match. The other sure. one is going to be McIntyre and Lashley, and the other one on paper right now is Banks versus Belair. On paper, so Sasha comes back for that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm just saying. As of right now, there's three I, matches. I, I guess they've been more, giving you a woman. I can see more Ripley, Ripley and Charlotte. I Hell think that makes sense. That makes a hell of a lot more sense yeah. because of everything that we've seen on television. I think Raw needs regarding more Charlotte. Raw needs more women stars. So that's where EO goes. EO can go to Raw. EO could definitely go to Raw. Mia's on SmackDown. Yeah. If it, yeah. Well, for back-to-back weeks, there's been yeah. no time for her, quote unquote. Yeah. But, um, and you see that, um, oh, man, damn. Uh, somebody was at WWE. I don't know for what, but um, uh, Thea Trinidad. She was back at the. She was filming for, something, for something with. Yeah. She was filming something with The Rock's daughter. Yeah, but she. With Simone. She's gone. So. Who? Yeah. She gone. Well, they were talking. Zelina. They were. I. Yeah. You know, you keep. I keep hearing rumblings of. Okay. Yeah, she is, but they might be bringing her back. Who knows? I. When it happens, it happens, and if it yeah. does, it does. If it, whatever, if it happens, but. it happens. It's gonna be interesting because I mean, storytelling shit. Um, if you look at the triple threat, Lashley, McIntyre, and and Strowman, it's all right. I mean, it served its purpose. It, it did. It, it, it served its purpose of taking spot in the show, and I'm very. I mean, I put the prediction that McIntyre was gonna win. I just I was going on the limb for a minute, 
But uh, obviously Bobby retains. Now, nah, when it was I mean? a three-way, it was going to be Bobby. Yeah, I mean, obviously Bobby retains, which is good. Very you know, good. we get to see him with the belt, and I mean, eventually he's going to drop it. Eventually. Yeah, who does Bobby drop it to? Because uh, probably Drew. He's, he's going. Oh man, it's going to be back to Drew. Yeah, there's nobody else. <sighs> At this point, I'm over it. Unless because somebody. It, I thought like if you were going to do it, you would have done it last week. Yeah. Right. The only other way would be if somebody on SmackDown wins it, and, and, wins money, or if you just let Bobby go and, and guess listen, what? First just, SmackDown, first SummerSlam back. Call Brock up. Let's just put this it. aside, okay? The Give fact that Kofi won last night against against uh, Bobby oh, Lashley, I'm perfectly fine with that happening. Just do not put Kofi Kingston in the title picture again. Why not? Mm. You know he's not going to win it, and it'll be yeah, a good match. Yeah, but it's, somebody it, else it, to eat the pin. But I'm tired of saying. And that. The, okay, so you have another triple threat match because the only well, person no, that just put, fucking get Drew. Stop doing that with Drew. Start somebody else. Start a program yeah, with Drew with somebody yeah, else. Yeah, but no, the problem is there's so much invested in Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. I know, but just be away from it's, it. If it's he's gonna, not gonna boil win it over at Hell in a Cell. There's no think, need to bring but in. If they do it, at Kofi Kingston. If they do it at Hell in a Cell, he wins. I don't think we'll get that far because remember earlier in the show. You had New Day versus RK Bro, and you had that little tussle yeah, going no, on over gonna, there. I think yeah. you'll get that yeah. before you get. I think Kofi. I I really feel like Kofi may, maybe wasn't supposed to be in that spot late because I heard that they ripped up the script again. Oh, three times. Three times. Yeah. Wow. Um. So maybe they just penciled Kofi in for shits and gigs, but yeah. I, I think it was maybe supposed to be somebody else. Because right now, because ne- right we'll now, we'll never know, but. Yeah, because right now you're you're feuding RK Bro with the New Day, so I mean you have that match there. Yeah, and you laid more groundwork with uh, the way that match ended and yeah. all the extracurricular but, shit. Uh, but I mean, overall, if we're talking about this pay per view as a legitimate pay per view, which it was, I mean, in my opinion, it was I, lackluster. I mean, no, 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 <laughs> quote, no. Quote unquote, it was. Quote, quote unquote, it was a pay per view. Fucking abortion. Nothing was. Yeah, <laughs> to me, it just to me it seemed like a regular TV show. It's a plan B um, show. You know, no one can. No one can hold the candle, you know, the rant to Roman Reigns, but at the same time, the ending seemed just like a SmackDown to me, where Seth Rollins comes out and attacks Cesaro, and Seth Rollins is dominant over Cesaro. All I was waiting for was for um, you're making Cesaro look strong. Okay, he just had a banger with Roman Reigns. He did. Now. He did. Now he's gonna play the arm injury angle with Seth Rollins. He's gonna come out. Cesaro will Maybe cut a Cesaro promo. Maybe Cesaro puts that sleeve back on. Remember, yeah. he was wearing a sleeve. Cesaro will cut a promo, leads to a match at Hell in a Cell, and then Cesaro has to go over and Rollins at Hell in a Cell. Then he starts to climb back to the main title picture again. Maybe Teddy Reigns Long comes back out and says, uh, "We're gonna go one on one with the Undertaker." <laughs> Undertaker. Holla, holla, holla. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I'll at you. <laughs> but whatever, whatever it is, we will be here covering that because that's what we do here on Sons of Flip Radio. Um, you can always find our podcasts anywhere you. Download podcast, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and Spotify. We are on social media as as we always are from the beginning. Yep. Sunset Flip Radio on Instagram, Facebook, Sunset Flip Radio, Twitter at Sunset Flip Radio. You can email us at Sunset Flip Podcast at gmail dot com. My DMs and my emails are uh, dry. Oh and well, barren some right of now. them it, it's they're not dry. They're a little moist, but we can't talk about that right now. Moist. Um, wow, that's a lot. We have a uh, we have a next week. We're going to be coming up with a topic. We have nothing planned. I know June first we have. JR from Lesson Jake, June fifteenth. We have Zombie Sailor Toys, and July eleventh. Terrence and Terrell. Yes. Hughes. Yes. Who are the sons of uh, Devon Dudley. Dudley? 
So uh, check us out anywhere in social media for some breaking news, some episode uh, updates. Um, or if you just want to give us a shout, if you want to give us a shout out, go ahead, man. You know what I mean. And if you need some toys, always hit up. Noise yeah, toys, cheap plug, noise toys. YouTube. Uh, reminder: yeah. June twenty sixth, Little Fairy, New Jersey, Invictus Wrestling. Check them out. We will be there watching wrestling, and you can talk wrestling with us. And then June twenty seventh, you can come hang out with us at the Claran Hotel while Jeff sells toys, and we hang out with Jimmy Hart. And we put cigarette holes in an already <laughs> cigarette hole filled carpet. <laughs> yep. Beautiful. From and then the and then the main event, September eighteenth. ECW Arena. We will Ooh. be there broadcasting a live show. They selling, just announced uh, selling our shit. They just announced uh, Enzo, Big Cass, Rock and Roll Express, uh, Paul Ellering, a couple other people. Wow, uh, Paul Ellering now. Yep. Kane, Chelsea Green, uh, Mark Henry, Layla. Boom. So Molly Holly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the names are there. Come on down. Big meet, Jeff Noise. You know. Meet uh, <laughs> the hundred dollar man. Um, come on down. I'll sign. Tom will sign your hundred dollars. <laughs> I'll, I'll sign your monopoly money. Oh, and speaking of uh, Ted DiBiase, he'll yeah. be on NXT tonight. He will be. Uh, I, will, I love the skits that they're doing right now. I will be having a watch party for the uh, Ted DiBiase Club of New Jersey <laughs> that I just started. <laughs> only, only with from the waist up. <laughs> with a new addition to our um, to the action figure, figure hall. hall of Fame yeah. here on the wall. Some um, schmuck gave me a. Uh, he sold me a. Uh, <laughs> What a what a douchebag that guy! Some douchebag sold me a Chase Ted, uh, Teddy DiBiase Legend Did, Series Nine N O Y Z E T O Y Z. It just gave him a small discount too. Yeah, like you know, we didn't just throw him on the pod every week anyway. Like, didn't even like you know it's give right. you a rub. I gotta so. buy this stuff, man. Come on. Man. Yeah. No, it's awesome though. But again, we have we have so much stuff coming up. That's a, that's we have so much DiBiase stuff in the works. Right it is there, that. You are going to be surprised with what we got coming out. It's going to be awesome. And thank you thank you for coming to the ride. Um, episode 59 has just ended. As always, I am the $100 man, Thomas Lisi. Always joined the most handsome dad in the room, Alex Drayton. Yeah. And the wonderful, 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 Mr. Wonderful Jeff Noyes. We are Sons of Flip Radio. We are out for today. Rest in peace, New Jack. Rest in peace, Jack Terry Cloth of the World Inferno Friendship Society. As always, peace, love, and wrestling. And take care. Later. Peace.